Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Sometimes I don't feel like podcasting. Sometimes there's a lot on my mind. Sometimes there's a lot to unpack, especially at the end of the day. But I realize that doing this is a very therapeutic thing. I've never officially gone to therapy. In fact, I often thought about becoming a therapist when I was younger, maybe because I thought it would probably heal something within myself. But then as I learned kind of the value of my own power and to do things such as this and, you know, to do things that make me feel uncomfortable and go outside of my comfort zone, that this is really therapeutic. It's a it's a personal form of therapy to be able to talk to all of you, whether I'm talking about music or film or television. I mean, <laughs> take your pick. I was thinking I have such a relationship with music and to be able to put on a record and just let go. You know, you get in the car and you put on music and you just let go. And I was I went for a very long walk um to just let go. And it was good. It was good, you know. I mean to echo enjoy the silence, you know, um by Depeche Mode. I mean that's that's what it's all about. You know, uh Words are very unnecessary. They can only do us harm. And sometimes when I have no words, that's the best place to be. Is just to think about it. And it was a it was an interesting day. A lot to unpack. Um, you know, and then you start to think about okay, what do I say? How do I broach this? Um, so yeah, I mean I'm I'd love to give credit where credit is due, and I always will, and I'm a very faithful person and um, very loyal, probably to a fault, probably to a fault. Um, there are times in my life probably where I should have just walked away, and and that's probably, I would say decades ago, a, a, a job that I had, you know, where I was I was comfortable. I was, got, I don't even want to say the word, you know what I mean, where I should have just, yeah made myself feel uncomfortable as I grow as a person I have to put myself in situations where I have to challenge myself and yeah so um mm. yeah that's all I will say about that I mean remember I'm not going to reveal so much on this podcast this is a podcast I'm aware of who is listening a lot of people are listening and I tend to keep my personal life private for a reason, because I don't want to invite everybody in. I think because of the way social media is, and we do that, we invite everyone in. But they don't need to know everything, what's behind our eyes, what we're thinking about. I mean, if people could see inside my head, oh, geez, oh, my goodness. I mean, there's a lot I could say to that. But I don't because it's for me versus if I'm with someone that's for us and I don't reveal that and I and I maintain that I don't kiss and tell I don't because it's like why to make myself bigger than I actually am 
I mean, if it's if it's a trusted friend, yeah, okay. But there are certain details you leave to those who should only be privy to it. And so, you know, I think with social media, that's what it does. It, wh- we we show people we're living our best life, but there are certain things, you know, at the end of the day, you just turn it off. I, I am coming to a point in my life where I would love to just turn it all off. I love technology. Technology is, you know, this is communication. This is how we stay in communication with people. And then when you're with people, uh, you have to just turn it off. You have to just trust in that moment. That's what you need to do. And um, I'm getting better at that where I'm with someone and we're having lunch. Uh, I'll give a shout out to my friend. We've known each other since college. And um, we were we were having coffee at Barnes & Noble, remember? And this was probably about a week ago. And I said, you know, I, I try not to look at my phone. My phone kept going off. My watch kept going off. And I was just like, I'm in this moment and I'm and we're having a conversation and we're talking about serious things and we're talking about funny things. We're talking about life. And I don't want to be one of those people who just always looks at the phone. I think that's such this is th- this generation I think those of us who didn't grow up with it. You know, I'm so thankful I didn't have social media when I was a teenager. I was so awkward. I will say that. You know, and you never lose that. You never lose that. Um, I'm a little more confident as a person because I'm an, I'm an adult. Um, but yeah, to be a teenager and to have that breathing down your neck versus people who don't like you and people who are, are judging you and trying to push you into a corner. I mean, literally, they did. <laughs> and figuratively, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to be able to talk about things on here that I love, like music. I mean, I'm looking at music right now. I've got it's a special edition of the Smiths. The king, the queen is dead. Well, we could say that, too. Um, <coughs> and then I, I've got, you know, my revolver magazine with Gojira and my behemoth book. And I love that we can consume music. I still love buying physical albums. I really still do. And it's so un, it's so it bothers me that when you want to look for them, you have to go on eBay. Like if it, if it comes with a DVD and then it's out of print. And then I was thinking about tools, fear and oculum. I mean, raise your hand if you bought that. Remember that? And we and it I remember pre-ordering it and then it got sold out. And I was so thankful to get the copy that I got. And then they put out another one with the book and then they put out the vinyl that I bought last year. I had the vinyl put away. Now, if I had been smarter, oh, wow, smart. I, I wouldn't say smarter. It was. I, I don't like to splurge, splurge. I would have bought the $1,000 uh, autographed, but what am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that in, in all actuality? Let's be real. What am I going to do with a signed copy? I have I have a signed picture from Miss Sugar, which I'm so thankful for. And I think a magazine as well. And then I have a signed um, album by Lamb of God and, and Behemoth. So um, I'm good. I'm good. And Tool, you know, when, when the opportunity presents itself, it presents itself. And um, mm-hmm. like all things in life. Those who know me 
those who are getting to know me know that I love Tool. I always will. Uh, for me, it's not just to say that I saw them this many times. I, I can't do that. I, because I want everyone to be invited to the table. I want everybody. I want this inclusivity musically. Because I look at, you know, as a, as a gay man, I look at <laughs> some of the shit that we listen to. And it's like, oh, my God. Like the Britney Spears thing I never got. You want me to be honest? That was my cousins were all into that. And I'm like, huh? And I remember we watched the making of the Oops, I Did It Again. And I'm like, no. No. And then she put out I'm a Slave for You. I'm like, no. And the snake. I remember watching that on MTV just like, yeah, okay, this is going to be legendary. But okay. Why am I not connecting with this? You know? Um I uh, always connected with really dark shit. <laughs> I did. I mean, you know, you're talking to someone who was raised on the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Doors and pop music. Yeah, hey, I love Madonna. Madonna Madonna is way past that zenith. That zenith came and went. It, it happens to everybody. For me, though, with the records that I listen to, and it and it varies, you know. I love Lady Gaga. I will always love her because she's not just your typical pop star. There's there's something much more to her. And I and people rip her for that and it's like because she's an artist to be able to say that she is an artist. She truly is in every sense of the word because she's a musician, she's a pop artist, she is a visual artist, she is conceptualizing all and then she's an actor. And I give her that. She's a songwriter, first and foremost. Yeah, I, I don't rag on people for that. But the, some of these pop stars, I'm like, why? Why? And and I get it, you know. When you feel different and you want something to belong to, and, and a record does it for you. And I get that. You know, you put on a record. That happened with Nevermind, Nirvana. Everyone connected with that in such a profound way. You know, I connected with it in a totally different way. As an artist myself, I'd listen to it. Whoa! And to quote Billy Joel of Green Day, he once said, you know, you can sit down and listen to every song on Nevermind, start to finish. You don't, you don't skip. Each, I mean, each song in there has, is, a, is a standard of the 90s and beyond. And, and, I, and I don't want to overly state that because I think... Everything about Nirvana has been overly stated, to be honest with you. And all these talking heads that talk about them and, you know. And the same could be said about Radiohead's OK Computer, which I absolutely loved. And I remember the first time I listened to it and how I connected with it. And the one song in there that I love and I won't ever grow tired of, besides Homesick, uh, Homesick Subterranean Blue or um, Alien, which is really derived from Bill, Bob Dylan's Homesick subterranean blues um is uh let down where he says i'm gonna grow wings a chemical reaction hysterical and useless i would sing it but i don't want to uh yeah it's uh th those are moments for me when i listen to a record and i'm like fuck that's why i live 
beyond all of this. That's why I love the music that I love. Or Tool talking about, um, what is it? Uh, is that song called Yuma? And uh, he says, you know, uh, reach out, remember, we are born one breath, one word. One, uh, you know, sun comes being beaming down, or even third eye. Um, I've talked about third eye, and that I have such a relationship with their music, and I have so many memories with Tool. And uh, I had a friend in college. Oh, she was so fabulous. She was so fabulous. She's no longer with us. She died in two thousand eight of heart failure. So brilliant. I mean. This is someone who was so highly intelligent and then at the same time so dis destructive. I mean, our behavior was kind of like, hey, fuck it. Let's go for a ride and let's go do this. And um, But we both loved Tool. And I remember sitting in the car with her and we had a class together. And we were literally sitting there trying to decode these lyrics. And then we started to realize and we would sing them too, you know. And I, she was the one person that I knew that if I tried to sing in Maynard's key, I couldn't go that high. She would say to me, you, she could tell me when I was in key or off key. She'd say, okay, you got it in the pocket. It was almost like being in a vocal booth where I don't need Pro Tools. And um, she said to me, you got some balls if you're going to try to sing Tool. Because I, I told her I would be in my room and I would sing Tool when no one was there. I, I used to when people were there and then they'd tell me to shut up. and Huh. You know, and then and then you realize these songs are much more than the meaning behind them. They mean something to you. And yeah, that's why I love it. That's why they're my band. It has nothing to do with, oh, my God, they're not Metallica. I like Metallica, but I don't love Metallica. And I get it. You know, Metallica is way before Tool. Uh, and yeah, and they all know each other. And hey, you know, let's all sit there and... um let's let's do this but um to further facilitate what lyrics mean to me as a person and then at the same time you know within the stance of of being someone who is different and i and i used to hate that oh my god i'm different and i'm a freak and you know and then you listen to a record <laughs> you're like oh my god i'm this record understands me and and i found that in albums by corn i love the untouchables album that really is the last good corn album to be honest with you and that whole the album itself and it takes me back back to a place in time of uncertainty and self-doubt and friendship and at the same time loss and and but then you have to go it alone to quote beck oh my god and all of these moments that are visually and sonically striking and so that's what i tried to bring to a podcast is to talk about all these different things that are inside my head <laughs> i have a lot inside my head and um those who can who can uh join me for the ride and um be there and um know when to bring me down to back to earth because sometimes i need to come back down to earth you know, to quote Depeche Mode, um, never want to come down, never want to put my feet back down on the ground. Sometimes I have to because um, I don't want to lose myself. And um, that's where it's like in the music, you know, the music, you b you're able to live 
through the music in in such a such a profound way and um yeah it's it's so impactful to be able to be who we are and experience the art that we love and yeah i mean <laughs> you know i'm not gonna rag on them but i have to you know the pop music it's like oh my god um it's uh like okay what what are we doing what are we doing with these records here what why why are we listening to them you know what do they mean to us that's what that's what I'd like to th say, you know, and pop pop music. Uh, pop music doesn't really do that. Pop music is just kind of like. <sighs> it's it's not all of it. I mean, you know, yeah, the Beatles, that's considered pop music. There's, a, you know, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, come on, come on. Um, there's a magic, though, and there's a. A mysticism to Fleetwood Mac. Um, I think I we could we could not only put Stevie Nicks within that, but we could also put Chris, the late Christine McVie. Oh my goodness, Christine McVie! You think of those songs like everywhere and tell me lies, <laughs> tell me sweet little lies. Come on, come on, come on. My see, my relationship with music is you know, or even some like Willie Nelson. Um, and that song is such a staple uh on the road again and i love the i love the ten uh, uh the tunefulness of willie's voice it's like a friend it's like a friend and he's taking you on this excursion and on this adventure and um that's why i do this that's why i'm so thrilled when i get to go to a show and last week I went and saw Gojira and Mastodon, and it had such a profound on effect on me because I both love those bands equally. The opening act was okay. Okay, I'll give them that. I, I got to dive more into it. But I had such a, I had such a, such a moment I don't think I've ever experienced because it was 420. <laughs> that didn't hurt. And I and I was by myself and was like and and yes there was maybe someone that I or there are a couple people I should have taken with me I would have loved to have had them there and then I wouldn't have to film I think sometimes I film and I film for myself and then sometimes I film to remember that moment because I know there's so much in my head that it it's just blocking me from remembering and and, and living in the moment and I know that if another person's there with me we're able to talk about it and we live it together and um hopefully you know i mean i think that's the greatest way to reveal myself to people is to give them a piece of music that i listen to or a movie or take them to a concert um i mean for me you know there's <laughs> the zodiac shit is so funny it's like, oh, if you do this, and this is going to happen. Um, but if, I mean, my perfect idea of a date would probably be to take someone to a concert. And just, you know, we experience that. We experience the music. Food, it doesn't matter. 
maybe some liquid death because I do love drinking liquid death <laughs> to stay hydrated. Um, but to experience that, to experience the band and to be like, whoa, okay. And, and whether we like the music or not and to open each other's eyes to this and exist through it the music you know because everyone's got a story to tell and um to be able to record that and to podcast that and decipher lyrics and and live through the lyrics and (sighs) yeah yeah i always i always make a point to just talk about the things that i love and um yeah it's very uh when I'm at a loss for l- words, I'm at a loss for words, and music does that to me, life does that to me, and it's a good thing. it's a good thing. I don't see it as a negative connotation. I'm a very spiritual person, I'm not a religious person, I think um <laughs> i'd I'd like to thank my family for revering us in the way that we didn't need it because there was so much more out there there was so much more of uh life whatever life has for us in store um and so when i'm lost and when i'm you know, I I put on music, and music is my center, and music is the gravity that holds me, and also a good film. Oh goodness! So yeah, that's um what it's really about for the Doctor Zeus film podcast is to talk about these things that I love to talk about, and um, music and film and life and. Oh, to put on a good album or to see a band, I think that's where I that's where I kind of I do push myself outside of my comfort zone. Is like okay, last Thursday was a w- it was a school night. I'm fully aware of that. I am fully aware of that some people are like, oh God, why did you do that? Because first of all, we got up at early at two. I drove straight to Concord. Yeah, I hit a little bit of traffic, and I'm thankful that I left when I left. Part of me was like, oh, maybe I should go this time. And that's where self-doubt kicks in. It's like, fuck that. I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And then I was in line until 5 p.m. in a car line to get through my premier parking, which I cost a penny. And thankfully, I only bought one shirt because it was a joint tour. Uh, I would have liked to have bought or purchased uh, their Blood Mountain uh, hoodie, but it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. Uh <laughs> I was almost going to say something. Um, there are probably a couple of people that I would have liked to have had at that show to share that moment with them. But everything has its time. I understand that. And I had to experience that. And then afterwards, I remember I left and I felt so raw and I felt so open. And I remember I drove home with the sheer enjoyment knowing that I was going to go to work the next morning and do what I love and do that and you know I had things planned which I did and it was a very quiet 
drive home and I, you know, opened a door of my own um, power and kind of just uh, entertained myself on the drive home and did some, you know, when you do things that you didn't think you could do and that was a moment and I'm not going to talk about it because that's a personal moment for me as a person. Um, so, yeah. And then today I learned something, some news um, that I thought I would talk about briefly um, before I end the podcast because I love music and I love films but I also love what I do during the day and we all have um, someone who believes in us and someone who is we're able to talk to and confidant of sorts and um, I love to give credit where credit is due and I brought him up on this podcast not too long ago just to wish him a happy birthday mainly because I have a lot of respect for him and I always will, no matter what happens. Um, and he's going on to bigger and better things. So, Mr. W, I wanted to, I mean, I'm going to say it in person, you know, how much um, I appreciate you. And I really do. And I, and I always will. And that's why I give credit where credit is due is because of the uh, freedom that you've given me in the uh, belief in my own self because you believed in me and um, I was I was new you know I was right out the gate and here I was someone took a chance on me someone believed in my abilities and um, I am forever grateful and to be able to have someone who helps me in terms of my strengths and and gives me that advice and um, we, I always got to talk to him daily I never take that for granted it's like oh okay you know and that's why I appreciate him because he always says to me and everyone I appreciate you and there's so much in that and so much meaning and sincerity and um, I wanted to acknowledge that and um, yeah when one door closes, another one opens. So, at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, the fact that I, you know, I didn't feel like doing this tonight. A little of it was that. And then a lot of it was... Sometimes I just really shouldn't be talking. <laughs> I don't want to sell the whole farm. I don't want to give everything away. And sometimes I'm just not up to... uh expressing myself but you know in this in, the, in this aspect in this moment i had to and um you know a little of that is personal things that i will not share and holding something for myself holding on to thoughts for myself that i have and are personal um new beginnings new um infinite possibilities so you know to those who 
know me and who are getting to know me and know the inner core of my being, which includes Tool. And um, I just wanted to say that and to acknowledge that. So if you're lucky to be let inside my world and we can connect on that, it's, it's a good thing. And that's why I'm so grateful. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a scary, scary world out there. And um, to quote someone very wise and very profound, life's too short. That's very, very true. It is too short. I would like to think that I could live another 50 years, and I hope to. As, as much time as I've given, uh, I guess, you know, that's all we can hope for. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a tool lyric about that, you know, um, <sighs> that I'll play for you. Because I do, you know, I'll probably get in trouble for playing it, but I don't think I will. I mean, we have to believe in something. And um, <sighs> there is an end to this song that now it makes sense. So I'm going to play it for you. Here we go. Unpleasant dreams. I'll play this out. And so, once again, unpleasant dreams. Thank you. <laughs>